Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. 49ers get a victory 13-0. I don't think it's what anyone was expecting. A low-scoring affair where neither team really looked offensively in sync. Of course, for the 49ers, a lot of things play into that. I thought the Saints did a very good job of limiting the 49ers offense. But the 49ers defense stepped up. Uh, we've been asking, can they possibly shut out a team four weeks in a row in the second half? They did one better, and they shut out the Saints for the entire game. What a great performance for the 49ers defense, where one side of the ball was struggling a little bit. The defense made up for that, and the defense played so good. And Brad Jones is right. Come on, Raiders. Uh, yeah, it's it's a new chair uh brad so i'm I'm enjoying the new chair right now it's it's very comfortable and what's up to everyone in chad ziggy spy nick danger long time uh brad i hope you guys are all having a good one yeah and that's a that's it right everyone was talking this week about the 49ers versus new orleans being a trap game well it was tough they did not have practice they got in late on tuesday they had thanksgiving all these things normally would have played into a 49ers loss however the 49ers were able to win the football game they did enough on offense they had a defense come out and perform at a high level creating turnovers whether it was fred warner with the fumble against alvin kamara in the first quarter on the very first drive of the game or if it was talano ufonga coming through and throwing that big time forearm to kamara to knock the ball into the air that time it worked out for the 49ers those two turnovers end up not really getting the 49ers points, but stymieing that Saints offense. And the Saints offense had a lot of opportunities within the red zone and on the 49ers side of the football field. And the 49ers defense stepped up in a big way. 
I thought it overall was a fun game to watch. Um, a little nerve-wracking at first, a 3-0 at the end of the first quarter. I expected more from this offense, especially after watching the Los Angeles Rams go off for nearly five yards a carry last week. But that didn't happen, and let's see how the 49ers react to what they saw against New Orleans in the future weeks. Kyle Shanahan said leading up to this that the Saints, when healthy, are one of the best defenses they were going to go against. They did not get the full Saints defense. Marshawn Lattimore didn't play, of course. They went with Elante Taylor from Tennessee, uh, and he did a pretty good job overall. Brandon Ayuk, of course, had a good game, but a lot of the 49ers offensive plays really didn't work out so good. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and see what's going on in chat because, of course, it's about you guys as well. Uh, Brad Jones says, touchdown Raiders. Woo, I did not know that was that was coming. A touchdown for the Raiders? Is that correct? Brad Jones, you're right. Touchdown Raiders. Or is it? My my thing keeps flipping back and forth, Brad, between touchdown Raiders and not touchdown. So you guys will have to let me know whether it's a touchdown or not. Um fantastic. And uh, Spy Nick Danger says, Phil great feels great, baby. I'm with you. Eric Dane's a Seahawks loss, so it's it's confirmed. It's very confirmed, and Ziggy's in on Jordan Mason. That was another good thing that came out of this. Jordan Mason finished this game. Elijah Mitchell goes down with a knee injury. We do not know what the knee injury is yet, um, but you know that's going to work. And Eric Dane says it was a Josh Jacobs 86-yard TD run. Woo, that is big. The San Francisco 49ers will now sit alone atop the NFC West. Wow, that is big-time news. Uh, right now, the Seahawks unable to beat the, I mean, the lowly uh, Raiders, right? I mean, that's the, that's it right now. The Raiders haven't really been able to do a whole lot, uh, but the 49ers get a big victory, and now they're going to take a full-game lead over the Seattle Seahawks with a tiebreaker. That's basically a two-game lead. That's spectacular for the 49ers' playoff hopes. Gotta love that happening, and and thanks to the Raiders, right? The Raiders getting it done. Huge. That is absolutely huge. And what's up to Donald Johnson? How's it going? Uh, Eric Dane says, four years now up, one and a half in the division with a game still to play against the Seahawks. That's great news. The 49ers definitely securing their place in the playoff hunt. Uh, what a great day of football. Uh, there are some things that still are going to come out of this game. The health of Elijah Mitchell is going to be something I'm interested in hearing. The health of Spencer Burford is something that I'm going to be interested in hearing about as well. Even though we have Daniel Brunskill and he's been playing pretty well, I just want to know like exactly you know how healthy they are. Uh, yeah, so it's it's good. Um, Lou says late to the party. Thank goodness for our D. Yeah, the D played fantastic. They lifted the team there. That defense is, is besides the one game against the Kansas City Chiefs. This defense has been spectacular all year. Uh, very, very excited about the prospect of having a championship caliber defense. They really are one of the best. They make plays when they have to. So yeah, it's been fantastic. Brad says, you see the smoke Mostert and Wilson Jr. threw at Jimmy today. I did. You know, I'm sure that's going to come up in conversation all throughout the week. Uh, I'm sure Jimmy's going to get asked about it when he talks to the media. And, you know, I mean, it makes a little bit more intriguing that 49ers versus Dolphins game is going to be more intriguing 
Uh, it was already going to be a big matchup. McDaniel versus Shanahan, you know, Mostert and uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., River Craycraft, and, and uh, Sherfield all coming back to Levi Stadium. Uh, but really what it is is two good football teams that are going to be battling and both have playoff hopes and aspirations and they need wins. Of course, it is still NFC, AFC, so it's not as pivotal as like a game within your division or within your conference. Uh, but you got to win the games that are in front of you. And the 49ers need to hopefully beat the Miami Dolphins. But yeah, it's going to be a lot more exciting. There's going to be fireworks, I'm sure, in the media this week. Uh, and this is, if it wasn't already a marquee game, it is. And David V says, four in a row, let's go Niners. That's it. The Niners are on an absolute streak. You know, any way you can find a way to win, uh, you do it. And that's what they're doing right now. What's up, traffic? How's it going? Google account. How's it going? Google account says, hopefully the NFC doesn't need to be settled in our game against the Hawks. It may not be. Uh, but you know what? The thing is, the 49ers could be battling for seeding, depending on what happens with the Eagles and Vikings over the next several games. If the 49ers could get to the two seed uh, and secure two home playoff games throughout the playoffs, I think that'd be something they would really, really enjoy. Eric Dane says, Seahawks have been overperforming. It was only a matter of time before they reverted back to the norm. I like that. Travis says, you take them how you can get them. I'm with you. Any win you can get, you take it. Uh, good wins, pretty wins, ugly wins, whatever. It don't matter if, as long as you win, right? I mean, it's it's the Dominic Toretto thing, right? Uh, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning is winning. They all add up in the same column, and that's what you want. So hopefully the Hawks game doesn't do that. And then David Campbell says, sometimes you have to win ugly. Jimmy has another game without an interception. That might be the difference in a win or a loss. You're right. And, you know, he, it was it was one of those ones where we had a ball go off a helmet and you had Kyle Juszczyk spike it to the ground. Um, you had, you know, the, the one that was actually intercepted, but then you had the illegal contact. It was a tough one for Jimmy out there. Uh, but Jimmy did a really good job of trying to limit mistakes. And, you know, he did take a shot to his knee. Um, I, I don't know if that affected him, but they were definitely struggling to get this offense going today. Uh, but they did enough to win. I thought they did move the ball. Kyle took some chances on fourth down that didn't end up working out. I thought that was an interesting red zone call on third and or fourth and one, uh, going with the play action instead of a Jimmy quarterback sneak. Um, if you're okay with not getting it and just leaving them on the one, you might as well leave them on the inch line. But uh, it was interesting. WTM says Dolphins O line isn't as good as Saints. No worries. At all. I like that. WTM is very confident. Diggy says, help Ant out. Press the like button. Yeah, please press that like button. Uh, help help me out. That, that will help go push this out to all the rest of YouTube. It helps click the algorithm, which has been working in our favor over the last several days. Really appreciate everyone that's been coming through, watching the content, liking the video, subscribing to the channel. If you're a new subscriber and you haven't joined chat, leave a comment. Leave a comment. Let me know you're a new subscriber. I'll shout you out. I'll say what's up. Uh, always good to have new blood in here interacting. Uh, what's up, Jess? How's it going? And then Brad says, if only the Vikings lost to the Patriots. Yeah, I was rooting very heavily for the Patriots. It was an interesting week. It, it really was. You know, I'm, I'm out here rooting for the Patriots. I'm out rooting for the Raiders. Not normal things that I do in my everyday life. So that that's always tough. Um it's 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 hard and the cardinals lost as well siggy says the cardinals lost uh i did not know they were they were losing that football game uh, i thought that they were gonna win uh they were up and and apparently they lost so 
lots of big time things for the 49ers right now. They are just absolutely, you know, taking control of the division. So good news for the 49ers. I love it. Uh, you you can't you know, you can't hate on anything that happened there with what's going on. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Brad Jones is right. Jimmy was getting hit after every throw. He really did take a beating in this football game. I thought he battled. Uh, he worked hard. He played tough. Uh, it was what we needed today. You know, thirteen to zero isn't what anyone wanted or expected, but it's what we needed, and they got it done. Uh, Travis Martin says, "What's going to happen versus Washington, though?" Well, I mean, that's Christmas Eve, so that's a little bit of ways away. Um, I do believe that the 49ers hopefully will continue to get healthy. Armstead could be back, but this defense is still playing lights out, and Heineke is showing the you know ability to still turn over the football. If you turn over the football against the 49ers defense, they're probably going to win. Uh, but that one, that one will be coming up pretty soon, Travis, and that could be a big one. If the Washington football team or what I'm sorry, Washington commanders are hanging around, uh, that could be a big game. Uh, Randy says, I took a lot of crap about getting TDP and Mason some reps. Well, it's nice to be right once in a while. Um, Jordan Mason is gonna, you know, he's gonna get reps. I wonder what they're gonna do with TDP. If Elijah Mitchell's out for any time, it could be Tevin Coleman that comes up and is a part of the rotation with Christian McCaffrey and with Jordan Mason. I think what Mason did today was prove that when you get to short yarded situations and four down four, I'm sorry, four minute offense, that he's a guy that you can turn and give the ball to. Uh, some of his reads were great, but just how vertical he got, how physically he ran was what we saw in training camp, which is exciting. It was all the other things I think that Kyle's been worried about. Not so much the running or the vision, uh, but you know, the, the pass blocking and those sort of things, but uh, short yardage and then four four minute offense seems to be a nice situation for him. And he went in there and bowled over people. I think it was a good day for Jordan Mason. And there's going to be a lot of happy 49er fans because they really have enjoyed uh, having him there. Traffic says, shout out to Fonga, by the way, guys, a turnover machine. But he also knows how to uh, plane out tackle or hit someone needs to check on Kamara. I know he's hurting. That was a big hit out there in the flat. And that was the thing. The linebackers and Talano Hufanga were flying around and making big hits on the wide receivers and running backs out of the backfield. Taysom Hill, I felt like they had a something personal against them the entire time because every time he carried the ball, he got nothing going. At one point, he had six touches for seven yards. 49ers did a really, really good job. Uh, Insign says, O-line needed to hold better. Yeah, I thought this wasn't the best performance for the O-line. I thought the Saints did a really good job. Jimmy Garoppolo also sometimes there were coverage sacks or, or coverage hits uh, because the they really did have good coverage. Paulson Adebo, uh, Tyron Matthew, Marcus May, they did a good job. Chris Harris Jr., former pro bowler, there weren't slouches out there in the secondary, and you know they did a pretty good job. So overall, the Saints defense is pretty good. Um, they have good players, but they've been beat up. But they have guys, right? They have they have Cameron Jordan. They have Demario Davis. Uh, they have Paulson Adebo, who's a, a stud rookie last year. And then you have the safety room of Marcus May and Tyron Matthew. I mean, are they spectacular? No, but they're pretty good. And they played tough defense today. Um, long time says Niners are on a roll. I agree with you. Long time. Yes, Brad Jones says it was 25 to 24 Chargers. Woo! Uh, 
Oh, that is that is really, really nice for the 49ers. Chargers come through and get a big win. Uh, James says 49ers best win of the season. So much fun. Love that, James. That's it, right? Right now, the 49ers are on a hot streak. They're winning. What's up, Daryl? Welcome back to Chess. Let's go, baby. What a win. Gotta love a shutout. I thought that was exciting. And the, the Saints were getting down into the red zone, and the 49ers defense kept stepping up. When Alvin Kamara caught that ball with Greenlaw there, and Greenlaw kind of went to knock the ball away, and he started to get upfield, I thought, oh my gosh, he's going to score. And then out of nowhere, like a missile, here come Talanoa Fonga throwing that forearm, ball burst in the air. And then I thought the New Orleans receiver was going to catch it, uh, but it bounces off his arms and bounces around, and the 49ers ended up coming up with it. Uh, that was what was great, too. Not only did they get the ball on the ground, but when the ball went on the ground, they were able to come up with a huge plays from the 49ers defense uh, awareness just coming through. Brad Jones says that Commanders game could be for the division. Yeah, it could be. I mean, you're right. That Christmas Eve game could solidify the 49ers place as you know, NFC West winners. And then it's all about seeding after that. Tampa Bay took another loss today. That NFC South is really struggling. And what was big is Tristan Wirfs got hurt. Uh, saying it's a it's a gruesome injury. I didn't get to hear exactly what happened. Whew. And what is up? Uh, Gray Zone says, watching live from London, our D-line is serious. Go Niners. Love it. Yeah. What, the, the what, First off, welcome from London. And second, yeah, the D-line plays the run so good. Uh, we didn't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback, you know, in this football game. But when they needed to, they got it done. I thought the referees missed a lot of calls in this game, made a lot of bad calls. And then Nick Bosa's probably offsides and he gets the sack. But it was kind of like that's what to be expected from this football game overall. I loved it. Uh, Siggy says Armstead returning will be epic. He's starting to practice. So here it comes. And longtime Niner fans says this NFC South division is wonky. They really are. This reminds me of the NFC West uh, way back when the Seahawks made it to the playoffs at seven and nine. That's kind of the NFC South, how it feels. You got Carolina with four wins, and they're in the midst of potentially making the playoffs. It's just a wild, wild one. Uncle Rob says Jennings was on fire. Yeah, Jennings had the, the drop early. I was like, oh, come on, Jennings. You know, what are you doing here? And then Jennings, after that, made some great plays. He absolutely routed Chris Harris Jr. on that big catch. Uh, then got out of bounds. He got hit with the late. You know, the late hit, and then Jimmy Garoppolo throws the ball over. Tyron Matthew uses all of his height and uh, leaping ability to tip the ball into the arms of Jawan Jennings. What a guys. great play. That worked out great for the 49ers. Um, Godness Vince uh, just subscribed. So, Godness Vince, uh, thank you for subscribing to the channel. Welcome to the 49ers Cutback Crew. Donald says, let's take it one game at a time. Celebrate the win tomorrow. Let's forget it and focus. And just focus on the next game. I am not happy until the Niners win the division. Yeah. I mean, you got to celebrate the victories. You got to celebrate a tremendous performance like this defense put on today. Uh, that's the thing. I mean, we could get caught up in the offense. Didn't you know do what they were supposed to do. They didn't score a lot of points. But the defense played championship caliber defense and I think that needs to be celebrated and not overshadowed, you know, by some of the questions on the offense. Uh, Deborah says Jimmy had an interception. Okay, what happened? Niners got lucky. Uh, a lot of dirty shots they didn't see. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Jimmy knew he got lucky. The way he said went up to Kyle and Kyle said it was on them, you could kind of see a little bit of relief on his face. But, uh, yeah, he made a bad throw right there. He understands it. Sometimes you got it's better to be lucky than good. Uh, Jimmy was lucky on that one, and I, I think he's uh, he'll, he'll be okay with that. But still, four games without an interception for Jimmy Garoppolo. Randy says, give Saints some credit on defensive line. They were good. They really were. And Contavious Street. Former San Francisco 49er was playing really well. Um, he put some pressure on today. So um, 49ers, you know, have a lot of a lot of talent, but the Saints have a lot of talent on defense too, and they did pretty good. Uh, long terms, yes, the Jimmy G to Jennings connection is excellent. It is, and he runs he runs good routes. He creates separation. It, it's it's pretty impressive. Uh, Brad says this was the game I expected for the offense off that short week. Brad was on it. Brad, you should have came through and told me. Let me know uh, what, what's up with that. You should have told me so that way I knew this was what game I was supposed to expect. WGM says, Coach Ant, what grade do you give the O-line? Um, I think early on, I'd probably give it more like a C plus, B minus. Weren't really able to get a lot of movement in the run game early in the game. Uh, they, they give up a lot of pressure off the edges today. So I'm going to go ahead and go with C plus, B minus. Uh, but... I leave myself the option once I watch the all 22 to change it one way or the other. Cause that was just off what I saw today. Um, here we go. God says, "Skip to victory. My Lou. Oh, W is a W let's get them fins. Yeah. Let's get the dolphins after this. Uh, and that's it, right? That's what we need. A W is a W. I love that comment. Twisted clown says, nice win. I was expecting more from the offense seeing that the Saints suck at stopping the run. Well, we are in the same category there because I was expecting more on the ground as well. I thought the 49ers were really going to be able to get it going, Twisted Clown, um, but they weren't. They couldn't find any holes, and that was it, right? There wasn't any holes for the running backs. It wasn't on Christian McCaffrey. It wasn't on Elijah Mitchell. There was just nothing there until the end of the game. Uh, the 49ers really were going to have to rely on their passing game to kind of loosen things up, and it wasn't always clicking. And some of that could be the short week. Maybe they weren't able to put in the scheme that they normally put in. Uh, you know, we, you heard Trent Williams last week saying, you know, they put in like 50 different plays with six different looks. Maybe they couldn't go that extensive. You know, D'Amico Ryan's talked about the defense didn't put in a lot of things because they just wanted people to react and play. The short week could have played into that. Into that. Getting back on Tuesday, not practicing until Friday. Like those things really do make a big difference. You know, no full uh, full speed reps until Friday. So I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Ziggy says, what do you think happened to the run offense today? I think that's a lot of it. I don't think they were really able to go in and put together a full uh, scheme and plan for the Saints. And then I thought the Saints did a very good job in the interior part of their defensive line of stuffing the push and not allowing for any movement. Brad Jones says possible sprain MC MCL for Mitchell. If that's the case, that's what he had earlier, and it cost him eight weeks. Uh, that's not good for the 49ers. I mean, you start thinking eight weeks, uh, we're getting really close to December here. So uh, that would pretty much mean he could be out until what? The Super Bowl? Um, that's not good. Uh, Brad Jones says uh, CMC knee irritation and Debo Lake contusion came back. So those are those are at least good, good uh, news. I don't know what knee irritation means, but I do know he ended up playing throughout the game. So that is good. Uh, long time says fourth second half shutout in a row maybe nfl record i don't know that's interesting 
Uh, we'll have to kind of take a look and see if we can find anything out on that long time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, this is really impressive for the 49ers defense. What a stretch over the last four games, a four game winning streak for the 49ers, you know, and it wasn't too long ago that we were talking about the potential of the 49ers, you know, not doing anything. Here comes Christian McCaffrey. Now the 49ers are, you know, at top of the NFC West sitting at seven and four, uh, three games over 500. I think, you know, they're moving in the right direction. They're finding ways to win. Was it pretty today? No. Was the defense pretty today? Yes. Uh, the defense stepped up in a big way. And Uncle Rob says the ref sucked tonight. I'm with you. I thought they were bad on both sides. I thought they, they they made calls against the 49ers that were bad. I thought they made calls against the Saints that were bad. It was just bad officiating. And anytime you have to have meetings amongst officials that last that long, uh, usually there's something going on. And I just thought that Hockey Lee and his crew weren't very good uh and and you know maybe they'll maybe they'll be better in the future but they weren't today uh brad jones says seems like burford was fine uh yeah burford was an ankle so hopefully it was just a twisted ankle or maybe even a, a lower ankle sprain those things are usually able to come back from high ankle sprain would be bad brad jones says that Mi that mitchell sprain not as severe as week one. Oh, well thank you for the update on that that makes me feel so much better brad so maybe potential for Mitchell uh, down the road. James says, Bosa came through at the end. I love this team better than wife kidding, LOL. <laughs> I love that, James. That, that that was legit laugh coming from me. That was fantastic. Uh, yeah, that was huge, right? Bosa got so close, so close, so close. And then down the stretch, he gets it done. Um, that was nice. I'm looking forward to when Armstead comes back because Armstead is going to unlock the potential of the D-line. Because when you have him on pass downs like that, you can't single him up. He is too good for, as an interior pass rusher. And that will help Ebucom. That will help Bosa. So, I mean, once he comes back, that's going to be big. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Bosa closed it out. That was fantastic. Randy says, still concerned to, yeah, still concerned to constant injuries. Um, yeah, I'm worried about Elijah Mitchell being able to stay healthy. It's, it's a little concerning, you know, that he has another MCL. Um, that, I mean, it's, it's just, it sucks. I want that guy healthy. He's tremendous. That run he made where he was running up the middle, bounced outside and got to the sideline. Uh, those are things that are special and we need that one, two punch with him and Christian McCaffrey blur. What's up? Blur says, I think Jimmy made some very clutch throws, not his best game, but did enough. I'm with you. Yeah, that's it. You know I mean? He, he didn't have his best game. I don't think a lot of 49ers offensive players had their best game. Uh, but they did enough to win, and that's what's important. Make sure you do enough to get the victory. Um, Randy says, we need to rest everyone next week. Beating Bucks more important. It is. It is more important. You're right. Uh, Ziggy says, bro, Bosa was being held all day. You're not wrong. He gets held every single game by so much. So uh, Steven said, any news on the Mitchell McCaffrey injury? So yeah, we just went over there from Brad earlier. Mitchell with a sprain. That's not thought to be as bad as it was in week one. That is bad yet somewhat good news. And McCaffrey knee irritation. Seems like he'll be okay since he went back in the game to play. Randy says, oh, what's up, Gary? Sorry, I missed Gary. What's up, 49 Fogies? How's it going? Randy says, I suppose, but if people need rest, AFC games mean less. You're right. Um, we'll see what they do. I think they want to keep it rolling. Uh, if they're not healthy, you know, the fact that uh, Debo was a contusion and that it wasn't the hamstring, that's good news. That means he can go ahead and play. He's just working through it. 
Um, so I, I, I was at least happy to hear that too. I was worried when he was first down, seemed like he was somewhat stretching in the end zone. I thought, oh no, is this going to be a groin? I was kind of worried about it. Steven says the refs were out of control in this one. I'm with you. I don't normally complain about refs. Like I might complain about a call here or there, but I thought they were just consistently bad in this football game. And that happens sometimes. And, and that happened in this one. Um, I felt like they were, you know, ticky tack in some areas and some areas, um, they were letting things go too much, and uh, it's it's hard. You're trying to find out what exactly you're getting from each referee crew. There's no consistency from one group to the other. It really is interesting. Uh, Brad says, uh, God, I hope D'Amico doesn't end up in Arizona. I don't think he will. I think he will want to go to a situation where he's going to have a good quarterback, um, and I don't know if he wants to have Kyler Murray as his quarterback. So I think, I think D'Amico will also probably go out of the division. We've seen uh, Sala go to the AFC, Mike McDaniel go to the AFC. I think you could probably see D'Amico Ryans end up in a better situation um, than Arizona because I think, you know, uh, I don't want to see him in Seattle either because, you know, they got some pretty good defensive talent. Uh, James says 40 yards defense got Thanksgiving seconds. Yeah, they did. They really did. Hugo, what's up? Says, what's up, TCC? 40 yards D is more stingy than my wallet around Christmas time. Ooh, bingo. I like that. So no cyber sales and no Black Friday for Hugo G. Uh, I, I like that. Yeah, they're stingy. They did not give up anything today. I guarantee that defense is fired up. Uh, they are pumped right now. So, yeah, I love the defensive play. I love the way they were attacking. I love the way that when it got time for... You know, they could have they could have stepped away and let, let them score, but no, they showed up at the goal line and they made the plays. And now it's starting to take on a life of its own. This is what's always interesting. When you start having plays that are big and you start having these like shutouts, it becomes a thing. And then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, uh, things just keep happening to make it so. It's it's one of the wild things in football. Like there's momentum for even, you know, defensive stops. So I wonder if this is going to be like a real thing. Like you get in a roll, the 49ers just don't give up second half points. And I mean, in this case, don't give up points. It was a spectacular showing for this 49ers defense. Brad says that ref crew from the horrible Seattle game last year in Seattle. Long time says, I love that Jimmy G bugs so many people. He does bug a few people. And apparently Raheem Mostert might be one of those, which is a funny thing. Google says, Ant, what's your honest assessment about the Miami game coming up? You think Shanahan will own McDaniels like he owns McVay? Um, you know, we've seen Kyle Shanahan go against, you know, coaches that he's coached with. Uh, McVay, LaFleur being the ones that make, you know, the most sense. I think McDaniels a little bit of a different animal because those two were like quality control coaches for Kyle, where McDaniel was with Kyle at almost every single stop. Uh, he was with him in all the meetings and everything. They understand each other. The key is, can Kyle Shanahan you know, do enough to throw off McDaniel? And then does D'Amico understand McDaniel enough? I think it's going to be an interesting chess match. This is one that I'm definitely looking forward to. I think both teams are very talented on offense and defense. And I think uh, you know, it, it could come down to the wire. Who can make the most strategic moves? Um, but I don't think it's going to be ownership. I think M Mike McDaniel is going to come in ready. I think he's got a spectacular team, and he's got a couple of guys with Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill that can absolutely unlock, you know, any sort of a secondary because they can take the top off the defense. Um, and if there's one thing I worry about with the 49ers secondary, it is speed, and um, they got speed in in you know in in fades. It's a lot. 
Uh, so hopefully they can handle it, but I do think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be one heck of a matchup. Gary says Mason looking good. He did look good. It was nice to see. I seen him get the one toss. He cut back. That one got called back. Uh, but then he, you know, closed it out down the stretch. I thought that was great. Uh, so it was good to see Mitchell get some carries and him execute, you know, what the 49ers wanted him to execute. Brad Jones says, according to Kyle, only reason TDP hasn't been active is because Mason is better on special teams. Nothing to do with play. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I thought that that was the reason the whole time because you usually are going to roll with the two running backs that you have. The third one is is there in just in case like today emergency. Uh, but you know Jordan Mason is a very good special teams player, so I am curious if they're going to go with TDP or if they're going to go with you know uh, somebody else. You know, I mean they could they could go with somebody else um, and and change up that running back room. Let's see, it might be TDP and Jordan Mason next week, um, but we'll see. We'll see what they they do. They still got Tevin Coleman. Uh, Tevin Coleman, you know, came up earlier in the year, and they have him just sitting there on the practice squad. WTM says, do you feel Jimmy should look for Ayuk more in man coverage? I think anytime they're in man coverage, it's always a good situation uh, for Brandon Ayuk to get open. I mean, he does a very good job. So I don't think he needs to look for him more. I just think he needs to make sure he goes through his progressions, whatever they are, uh, just knowing that in man coverage, locate Brandon Ayuk, uh, if your first option is not open. And I think that's what's important. Uh, Randy says Mason was great barreling fools over. He was. He was really good. That was fun. Sacktown Izzy says Seattle gave up over 300 yards to Josh Jacobs alone. And his second, and, and he scored the game winner in OT. That's big time. Where is the rush defense against the Raiders? Josh Jacobs won one heck of a game. Anyone who owned him in fantasy and actually played him had themselves a day. Uh, Seattle, that's a big loss for them. That's going to be you know huge for the 49ers. 49ers keep putting together victories. Seattle, that game in Seattle on Thursday Night Football may not mean a lot in a couple weeks. So uh, very, very interesting. James's play calling was poor. What's up with Kyle? Um, I thought sometimes the play calling was a little subject. I want to go back and look because I don't think the execution along the offensive line allowed the run game to get going. And I think they wanted to establish the run game to be able to run the play action pass. We've seen when Jimmy did run the play action pass and it was they would have success with it. Uh, but I don't think they were fully able to get into it because they couldn't really establish the run game. And you can't really run a play action fake on third and eight. If you're on third and two, third and three, you can. And I think that would have gave them more opportunities because Demario Davis and those linebackers would have stepped up and you would have had that void to be able to throw the football. So I think that's part of the reason the play calling doesn't always look good is because you're not executing some things that are going to set things up for you. And we have a $2 super chat uh, for the W order something vegan says WTM. <laughs> well played WTM well played. And Brad says, what do you think of that stat? They mentioned about RD being the worst against third and short. Mine is they just let them have the first down to save their energy for first down, I think a lot of times what it is is if I think if we look at their short, third and shorts, they're like really third and short, like a lot. Um, but also the 49ers sometimes continue to have their lightning package out there. That's number one. Number two, most teams don't want to allow the 49ers to get a different personnel group on the field. So sometimes they rush up to the line of scrimmage. I think that's another reason as well. But I think it's an interesting stat and something that the 49ers really do need to continue to work on is that third down getting off the field. 
Uh, we'll see. Uh, Jay Glazer just reported OBJ will be visiting the 49ers this week. Wow. Uh, that is interesting. That's, I mean, thanks, Brad, for the breaking news. I did not know that. Uh, OBJ will be visiting the 49ers this week. Uh, could the 49ers be interested in adding OBJ? Of course, we put out videos about that as well. Uh, he had an interesting plane ride, apparently, from Miami, trying to get back to Los Angeles. So that's that's interesting. James says Miami is not good enough. Weak defense, they got no chance. And what's interesting, James, is I thought that defense was going to be so much better. Uh, they have been drafting really, really good defensive players but, you know, they really haven't been able to show up and make a lot of plays. You're right. There are some opportunities for the 49ers offense to be able to create against the defense as long as they can execute. So I think you're right. I think there are opportunities against that defense. Um, I think the 49ers definitely win in the defensive category. The questions are going to be, can they stop Hill? Can they stop Waddle? And can they get after two attack by Loa, uh, force him right, make him throw against his body? I think those are going to be interesting things to watch in this game coming up. Long time says just all the 49ers stopped the longest streak in NFL by the Saints of not being shut out. 331 games. The Niners were just the last team to shut the Saints out uh, out back to coach Mooch days. Yeah, and I, it was 2001 was the last time they shut out the, the Saints. Uh, so that is a huge stat. What a what a great stat. And, you know, this was a, a fantastic game because the 49ers needed to win and they found a way to win and i think that's what you want in this part of the season it's not about you know winning great or winning with blowouts it's about finding ways to win the fact the 49ers went from blowing out the cardinals in mexico city to shutting out the new orleans saints and getting a win there i think is hugely impressive i really love that but i'm gonna hop off thanks everyone for coming through for the reaction show, I had a lot of fun. Thanks to everyone for contributing in chat. Brad Jones always coming through with the injury and the knowledge, just like about Jay Glazer. Thank you, WTM, and everyone that helped with Super Chats as well. Uh, I love it. And 49ers Galsas, I think we, with a short week and, and different attitude, grateful that we won. I'm, I'm glad, too. I'm very thankful for everyone for coming through chat. Thank you guys so much. Catch you for a lot of content during the week. It's going to be another fun one as we prepare for the Miami Dolphins and Mike McDaniel to come home. It's going to be a good one. But until then, everyone stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers way.